Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Radamic. Berto Hull is your host. Thank you so kindly for being part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. Welcome aboard. So far, oh, we are kind of slim in the chat, but welcome aboard Melanie Keelan and welcome aboard AVQ. Air quality just over 100 here in Brooklyn, listed as unhealthy, but nowhere near as bad as yesterday. I was sure following all that you guys have been going through in New York, and it's so sad, but you know, when you start to have climate change and the temperature changes and you start to get these forest fires, and you know what? We can be overwhelmed, especially in a place as vast as Canada. Canada is so much bigger than uh, their, their forests and that sort of stuff, so much bigger than what we got. And very, very low population rate given the landmass area. In fact, isn't Canada bigger than uh, United States? Let's see. Uh, Size, let, let's see, size of Canada versus US. Let's see, size, uh, para ver, size of Canada versus US. Let's see, Canada is a little bit, let's see, Canada is 3,855,103 square miles compared to America, which is 3,000, 3,794,03 is making Canada 1.6% larger than the states what that means however is that there the amount of people per the amount of people and let me put that on the screen for you the amount of people per square mile in canada is a lot less than it is in the united states imagine that oh boy that so they have a lot of land a whole lot of land anyhow um i don't know that that's relevant they have a fire problem anyhow uh, let's see. Eric Hayes, welcome aboard. Eric says smoke is bad in D.C. Really stinks. Yeah, I, 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 they got into, um, in fact, Baltimore and that entire area is under smoke. Paul Fleming from uh, from Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome, Paul. Yvette Avery Herod, or beautiful Yvette from Atlanta, Georgia. Afternoon PDR Passive from Yvette. Lee Grant. Hey, y'all. Bridge MCP. Welcome aboard our sister. Hey, peeps, she says. Welcome aboard. We are going to have a good show. I'm, I'm depending on you to put some information in there as well. I got two very short videos and one medium-sized video to show to you guys today. And also, we had some good information because the Supreme Court, evidently, I think the Supreme Court is starting to realize that it's becoming, as far as what people think about them, that, yeah, they have the power to rule. But eventually, if they keep ruling certain ways, people will just start ignoring the Supreme Court. Because guess what? The Supreme Court has no enforcer. The Supreme Court in tells us what is true for the law of the land, but, you know, it doesn't have a mechanism to enforce its rules. So if they become irrelevant, they may eventually become irrelevant. So in that case, in a words, in Alabama, I believe, I, I, I'm going to talk a little bit about that later on. They decided that, oh, my God, they're going to call that gerrymandered district in Alabama incorrect. Anyhow, hey, I haven't seen Brother Norman Reynolds on the, on the chat in 20 years or so. Hey, Brother Reynolds, how are you doing, my brother? BGMCP says 166 air quality, but we just, after three plus weeks of no rain, we got rain. Aha. Uh -huh. Rain is going to take a lot of those particulates out of the air. 
Unfortunately, it's going to be going into the river, and I have a feeling some of it's going to turn into carbonic acid, but we'll see. Shiva Las Vegas says, exactly, Michael Rodney says, Gilberto, if states start ignoring the Supreme Court, that would be set a dangerous precedent for equality in law. You know what's interesting? Uh, we are doing a whole lot of stuff that's... Look, a democracy can only survive if we all agree to live by what the democracy comes out with. But as we can see, the structures that Republicans are doing from states like Texas and many others, they are destroying democracy. They're using gerrymander to destroy democracy. They're doing things like controlling Harris County, uh, the, 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 only, the, the, the largest democratic county in the state. Uh, they, they're making our parts of our electoral system irrelevant if they choose to do so. If an election occurs that they don't like, or enough Republicans within that county complains and tell them, get your act together, they have the legal right to come and overturn our elections based on what the state has passed in, in Austin. Okay, so I'm saying uh, to have a real democracy, you have to be willing to follow the rules that everybody agree on. And we all know that Republicans don't do that. They want to be wrong and strong. They're a minority party. They're a party where they don't control most of the votes, but they still rule. That has to change. That has to change. Uh, let's see. Lee Grant says, Egberto wants to abandon the Supreme Court and authoritarian move. I never said that. I said people will start. It's not me. I'm saying people will start to disregard the Supreme Court, given that the only enforcement it has is its gravitas, nothing more. Tom C. says, no rain in mid-Michigan until Sunday. Outside smells like something burning. Still hard to breathe without a mask. Oh, man. That, you know, I, we used to get some overburns from Mexico, but it has never gotten like I've seen People talk about it in New York. It's amazing what's going on in this in around the world right now. It's amazing. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, check, uh, check. Let's see. Check air quality. Let me see what my air quality is here in in Texas. Bridge wants us to check our air quality, so we'll go check our air quality. Zip code seven seven three four five. Let's see what it looks like. Oh, we are not all that good either. We are not all that good either. We are in the moderate range. I would have thought we would be in the green range, but we're in the moderate range. Yikes. Uh, today, unhealthy for sensitive groups. Tomorrow, unhealthy for sensitive groups as well. So I guess here in Texas, though, we, we have our permanent problems with pollution, I guess. All right, I wonder if Brown will report the flowers and dresses on her tax returns. Um, actually, the only reason you know about it is because she reported it. And guess what? She got some from uh, Oprah Winfrey and she reported it. And you know how you, you know how you know about that? Because she reported it. But Clarence Thomas has asked for a 90 days of reprieve. He wants this stuff to die down because when he shows the amount of money 
that the billionaire has been given him, it's going to be, oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, no, no. The press knows about it because it was reported, because it's there. Okay, so please, 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 please. It wasn't hidden is what I'm saying. All right. Bruce Pollard is in the house. Says good day. So, buenas tardes, mi amigo favorito. Uno de mis amigos favoritos aquí en los Estados Unidos. ¿Cómo estás? Uh, Michael Rodin says, Egberto, that idea regarding the Supreme Court's authority versus states' rights has been around for at least a year. St. Louis Dispatch from May 2022. The day could be approaching when Supreme Court rulings are openly defied. You see, I didn't even know that. I just happened to state, it, state that, right? And what is the article saying? There's no enforcement, I imagined, for the Supreme Court. That's probably what it is. Anyhow, um, anyway, folks, uh, I got three subjects before I get started. Anybody wants to talk about anything that I'm not talking about? Anybody wants to call in? 71, all right, 281-823-7747. Repeat in. 281-823-7747. Bruce Pollard says, Moms Demand Action is a, is a sorority gun safety meeting, or rather, is at sorority gun safety meeting at San Jacinto tonight. May want to throw an address in there, uh, contact information. Uh, let's see now. Eric Hayes says, fingers crossed. White House prepares for a possibility Supreme Court could kill student loan forgiveness plan. High Court is expected to rule this month on Biden's program to eliminate 20,000 for millions of borrowers. And if it fails, it's a campaign issue. But I want to warn Democrats about the student loan being a campaign issue. It's a very good campaign issue if it is framed correctly. Because the right wing is going to its low information folk who have no desire to go to college and say to them, hey, none, hey, low information folks, don't, don't, you, why do you want to pay for those elitist colleges? That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get you to pay for their elitist college. Without telling them, those people, as they get educated, it, it supports the entire country. Their tax base increases. They pay more in taxes as being more educated. And guess what that means? Support for everybody. But most importantly, that anyone who wants to go to a trade school, anyone who wants to go to college, has that opportunity to go there. In other words, it's not something for elitists, but again, you have to get ahead of the curve. And as usual, Democrats are always playing defensive, on the defensive. Don't wait for them to create a reason for uh, why you shouldn't want to pay for the student loans. You have to go on the offensive, and the offensive is the following. Those criminals don't want to pay for, it, for, for educating our kids. They don't want to pay any money for making sure we can create the, the jobs necessary in this country to keep employment in this country. They don't want to ensure that corporations pay for those people who are going to work for them. You see, you have to get ahead of the curve. You have to get ahead of the curve. They are maxed out with 100 plus attendees. Wow. Remember I told you, Bruce, this is what's happening. People are starting to wake up. Tom C. says, surprise, Trump and Bannon haven't promised to build a wall across our northern border 
to stop the wildfire smoke from illegally entering the U.S. from Canada. But the smoke screen. But build the smoke screen. Yeah, I know. Eric Hay says, campaign failures for administration. No one wants to pay for anyone, anyone debt. You borrow, you pay. Well, you know what? If we don't send people to school, uh, the, 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 if we decide that Americans with, Americans with dwindling income, disposable income, uh, have to run out and get a loan for something and, and may not be able to pay it back later, why do that? Why do that? No. So, um, Eric, again, uh, what you're doing is not thinking through different levels of indirection. The simplistic form in which you're thinking, if we ran a country that way, we would be in trouble, you know, but it's good that we're not following your lead, of course. Uh, Michael Rodney says, when Republicans and the conservative Supreme Court take 20K out of the pockets of young people, they'll be the dog that caught the car. It's going to cause a major blowback in the upcoming elections. I'd hold on to that for a second, Rodney. I've been out there in the field. And while in the Northeast and people in areas where education is really cherished, that is the answer. The problem is in Alabama, Arkansas, Mississippi, Florida, all these places, a narrative is starting to go out that is saying, uh, they, just like what Eric just said, they racked up the bill. Why should I help them pay for it? Of course, they never say, why should they help the oil companies drill? They never say all those things, right? So what you have to do is you have to prepare your own narrative to justify it. The Northeast kids are going to let the politicians pay the price. But again, this is not a democracy. The red states have a bias towards uh, the red states have a, a larger weight. Every every vote out of red states has more value than a vote out of blue states. Remember that they are overcompensated because of the Senate and, and, and other features. So let's be very careful here. We have to create a narrative. It's not going to be built in. All right, let's see. Carl Cox says, I don't want to pay for corporate welfare for corporations, especially mega corporations. You know, we could say that, right? Uh, we also have British MCP who says, so you think people just look, took loans with no intentions of paying them back? Ha! They had intentions of paying them back until they changed the rules, like interest. You can never pay them off. You know, it's amazing that people don't look at the entire picture. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, let's see. You pay, Eric Hayes, you pay for it, you borrow it and force the college subsidizers. They have price and power. College is the evil. I don't know what you're saying there. I, you really lost me there. All right. Michael says, Eric Hayes, show me uh, where you're, you're, you cared about the debt while Trump was in office. He never did. Uh, Eric Hayes says Pell Grants are free and you can get that if lower income. A Pell Grant can barely buy you uh, dinner for the first semester. Uh, Eric Hayes says, Egberto, you simplified thinking of allowing, uh, allowing fentanyl to be legalized leads to more uh, dead, great thinking. Huh? Actually, I think I have studied, I can show you studies that says if you legalize these things because people can get care, legalization doesn't come by saying, Go back, just go use the fentanyl as you see, please. Legalization comes with 
taxing the product and not only taxing the product, but but helping people with the product, going into the community with counselors, looking for following the um, going into drugstores and figure out where fentanyl is getting out, going on the streets and patrolling, not patrolling, but figuring out, uh, you know, how fentanyl is being distributed, et cetera. It's a comprehensive picture, something that Republicans rarely want to do. They like simplistic one sentence, one phrase answers. Life is complex. Conservatives are starting to believe that education is no longer necessary in our modern world where we are competing internationally with nations that offer free colleges and losing in the regard. It's amazing. Again, like I said, uh, Rudnan, that is simplistic thinking on their part, right? As we tell people, just go to trade school or just do X, Y, Z. Don't get an advanced education. Taiwan is getting their people educated. Brazil is getting their people educated. Germany is getting their people educated. And as we get dumber and dumber and dumber, which we are, after all, we elected Donald Trump, right? So as we get dumber, it hurts the country. And as it hurts the country, it hurts us all. All right. E two two four seven says the morning today. This morning today, Scottish rule in favor of Black Alabama voters in unexpected defense of Voting Rights Act, Section two. I couldn't believe they did it, but they did it. All well. The judgment of the district court for the Northern District of Alabama in the Castor case and the three judge district court in Milligan case are affirmed. All right. Eric Hayes says, "Whoa, give more drugs sounds great." Yep. If that's what you heard, it proves what we say about, well, I won't go there. All right. Parkox says, Eric Hayes keeps drinking the right wing's Kool-Aid as it's sooner or later. It will catch up with him. Yeah, it'll catch up with him. Definitely. All right. What else we got here? Legalization will end black markets. Big Pharma would sell fentanyl by prescriptions where both pain management and addicts would know exactly how much they're taking. Such would cut down an accidental overdose and end hot doses that are commonly laced with Ill- Ill- illegal drugs. True. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, uh, Norman Renault says, what is your understanding of middle class and poor graduates expo- exposure to an economic slippery slope over the sixth year having them needing help? You know, you know, that is. That is an interesting thing, right? It's like pay off the bills, let them be productive citizens or let them fall into bankruptcy. And we, the state, even pay more as we try to get them out of their condition. A lot of different ways to look at this. All right. Bridge MCP said better late all. Let's see. Better let's all get Eric's blinders off. No, look, Bridge. The reason I answer Eric, you know, already, and for those who don't know, is I, when Eric makes certain statements, I still go ahead and answer them as simplistically, simplistically, some of them foolish as they are, because there are other people that are listening to the podcast that needs to hear an answer, because they themselves may have been told that by the right wing dumbification machine. All right. So that, that is the reason that we, we have to do that, uh, the, the reason we have to do that. But his blinders aren't going to come off because in as much as he's intelligent, there's something known as willful ignorance. And people who want to hold on desperately to their ideological failures, even as they, they, even as they, had, they have a failed ideology, even as that ideology 
has failed mathematically, socially, etc. They need to find something to hold on to it. So any fiction, any conspiracy theory, all those things help them hold on to it. It's a form of willful ignorance. In other words, you are happy to be ignorant so that when your, your brain is processing these things, that you can live with yourself. Willful ignorance allow you to to- allows you to tolerate stupidity, right? Again, because if you're not, if you're not a foolish person, if you're, if you're an intelligent person, and when I say intelligent, I don't mean I'm talking from the point of view that you're, you should be enlightened. The only way for your body to frame, to be able to frame bad information is for you to be willfully ignorant. And that's what we have a lot on the right, willful ignorance. I mean, because this stuff that we talk about isn't rocket science at all. Okay, let's see what else we got here. Michael Rodney says, uh, let's see, Eric Hayes, let's see, uh, Michael says, Eric used to be more center-right, but lately he's become too far gone. What happens is, who, where are you getting your messaging from? And the messaging right now is getting pathetically, uh, now that Donald Trump is going to be arrested, uh, they're getting wilder and wilder and wilder. Yesterday we found out that somebody that I thought was fairly intelligent, uh, fairly smart, uh, somebody that I used to have respect for. We just found out that they went through the they they went down the QAnon rabbit hole, and it's only uh, you know uh, they went down the QAnon rabbit hole, and in doing so, I know this person is smart, but things weren't going very well for them, for him, and as opposed to blaming yourself and picking yourself up and say, I am going to make a better life. Somehow you decide to blame, you know, you you go through the QAnon trap. It's those people that's causing your problem. Those people are causing your problems, etc. And that is what we fight. Uh, Paul Fleming says, if you're willfully ignorant, then there's no way you can be smart. He's a, he's a dumb, dumb. Again, uh, let me, let me, uh, I get what you're saying, Fleming, but the mind uses a lot of techniques. One's mind uses a lot. Of, and that's, that's the reason I keep saying to people, we have to engage everybody. And uh, I heard it on, believe it or not, I heard it on Morning Joe today. One of the, the whole, one of the uh, panelists said, the way we're going to change folks is we have to give them a place to land. We have to keep the door open. We can't just have them excommunicated because when they, when, when the brain finally releases that enslavement, when it finally releases that enslavement, they need a place to be. All right, let's see. Uh, Egberto, confirmation bias leading to willful ignorance is one of the worst cognitive failures we humans have. You got it. That is what I meant to say. That is a very true statement. And let's go ahead and put that that thing up that you put there. I've heard the rhetoric from both sides. Time to do my own research on the real truth. Googie, 
Literally the first link that agrees with what you already believe. Exactly. And that's not what I do, right? When I'm searching, I don't only look for the link that agrees with me. I also look for the, 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 the spot, the, the, the link that doesn't necessarily agree. And then I can look at them and see which one makes sense based on math, based on many other things, right? But that's what many people do. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Michael says, Eric Hayes, when you ignore fact checking to maintain your provably false beliefs, as you often do when posting conspiracy links and unknown sites here, you become too foregone. I don't think he's foregone. I mean, uh, but he does have issues. He's my friend, but he does have issues. Alistair Water says, good of, uh, let's see, good old U.S. of A. We're, uh, we're even federally convicted. Uh, Umlapans um, can be pressed. I love that. Michael Renza Egberto, when I do searching, I look for fact checks. I do the fact checks also, but I don't only rely on the fact checks uh, because, you know, we are fact checkers ourselves, right? Uh, we, we are fact checkers ourselves. So let me give an example. There are certain things that gave Obama, I remember one Pinocchio, and I went ahead and read something with regards to death panels, etc. And the fact checker I, I understood what the fact checker said, but that they were trying to say what he was saying is a lie. I, I didn't define it as a lie. I defined it as circumstances. But when they just put a Pinocchio on it, you know, so you have to, you have to, it's, 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 you have to be complete encircled, uh, rounded. Our Maywood says, oh, well, that's a reply. But Paul Fleming says the man has been listening to this show for over a year, bringing very, 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 very few has not shown ability to agree with much of anything that you have to say is just a nuisance. I think he's trying. I'm going to tell you, I, 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 I'll, well, I, uh, that is personal, so I can't quite say that one there, but it's okay. All right. Uh, Paul Fleming says, you're asking for a miracle, bro. I love you, but you're asking for a miracle. I love you too, Paul. And you know what? Um, we're all miracles. We're all, we're all expecting miracles. Okay. Michael said, Eric Hayes choosing to misspell my name repeatedly shows me the disrespect he has. I have no need to treat him any differently. He's gone. All right. Uh, let's see. Also, Eric Hayes choose. Oh, I, I read that one already. Okay. Let's go ahead and start with Michael, the, with Mike Pence getting a spine. I kind of like it. So I want you guys to realize that the guy finally has started to develop a what again? Una espina. Here we go. I want you to listen to Pence now. Pence was, I mean, Pence brought up the Constitution, man. I want you to listen to how he handled Donald Trump. He wasn't as rough with Donald Trump, but for those that are a, a bit more finesse, that's what he did. So check this out, and then we'll take it on the other side. Real, real short. Today, President Trump also demanded that I choose between him and the Constitution. Now voters will be faced with the same choice. I believe that anyone who puts themselves over the Constitution should never be president of the United States. And anyone who asks someone else to put them over the Constitution should never be president of the United States again. Listen to that. 
The man finally comes out. He grew a half a spine. I mean, he didn't d- disparage him too much. He grew a half a spine. And he said, absolutely. This guy asked me to defy the Constitution. And as such, he does not deserve to be the president of the United States. But you know what? You know what? Later on, he would say, well, if uh, are you going to sign the pledge that says you will support the uh, whoever the, 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 the party nominates for president of the United States? And I think he went back and he said something to the effect. Yes, I'll sign the pledge, but it won't be Donald Trump that's going to win. So I guess he's going to sign the pledge to support who wins. But if it's Donald Trump who wins, he signed the pledge. He left it back out, I guess. But look, I think all I think every candidate running should go ahead and sign, you know, sign and put a little check mark that says, except Donald Trump, except Donald Trump. They should have put on that. And all of them should have gotten together and typed that. But they wouldn't. You know why? Because if Donald Trump becomes a person who is going to be president, they'll support him. They'll support him. All right. Um, you know, before I move on to the other, uh, we if you if you take a look at what Republicans are doing right now, and I don't know exactly how we solve the issue. They they have learned that in order to if, if you can concentrate on one issue, it's almost like they've made the people who follow them less than smart. And then they concentrate on putting one issue on them. They keep giving them that particular issue and they tie absolutely everything to that issue. And the issue of today is trans. Trans, trans the enemy, trans. I mean, here's an interesting thing. I don't know how many of you, well, I, I, I go to KPFT, all of that. So we have, we have all kinds of people. We're an eclectic kind of station, et cetera. So I'm very much aware of trans. I've been around trans, uh, LGBTQ folks, all of that good stuff. But most people never encounter a trans person, a kid who's going through the trans reversal, all that kind of stuff. Most people don't. But somehow it has become existential for the Republican Party. It is as if trans suddenly came out and started to say, we are going to cause your kids harm. We are, I mean, most of the people who do harm are men. Cisgender men. If you want to know the rapists, cisgender men. The ones that abuse women, cisgender men. Okay? Not gay men. Not gay women. Not trans. They are the ones. It's cisgender men. The people, the same men that are trans. Look, even as Texas was passing these laws. That would put pre- that that would discriminate legally against trans in this state. They can't get a- affirming care until after eighteen. All these issues, even even after this, right? 
Think about this. Even after this, the guy who was convicted, not, was, was, was forced to leave the, the Senate in Texas. Was it the Senate or the Texas? I'll say the Texas legislature. Was one of the guys supporting or one of the guys trying to clamp down on trans in this state, trying to write anti-trans law. He raped a 19-year-old girl, got her drunk, and raped her. It wasn't consensual sex. These things aren't done by the LGBTQ folks. These things aren't done in the aggregate by gay people. It's cisgender men that commit these 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 atrocities. If you want to look at the the most dangerous folks in society, it's men. It's men are more dangerous than anything else. Not gay men, not 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 uh, trans men, but cisgender men. Again, the numbers are absolute. Bridge MCP says, Egberto, how many trans book readers have killed a child? Zero. Lee Grant says, don't trans the kids. They cannot give informed consent for these life-changing procedures. Brother Lee Grant, you act as if this, this doesn't occur under great psychological control. In other words, if they happen to start this anti-puberty before 18, etc., it's because it's a psychological issue that they are working with as well. Okay? So let's, let's be clear. Brian Slayton from uh, Egberto, um, help me out. The name sounds familiar. I, I'm, I'm missing it. Is that the guy who, um, was that the school? Sh- I don't remember. You have to remind me. Um, you have to remind me, Alistair Waters. Welcome aboard, Alistair Waters. Norman Reddell says, way to go, Bridge MCP. Uh, Michael says, Lee Grant, how many kids do you think are having life-changing procedures? You're talking about surgeries, right? Now, how many kids do you think have the gender-affirming surgeries? I don't know what the answer, but it's not a lot at all. Alistair Waters says, Texas leg. Oh, the guy who, oh, the guy who was, who raped the girl. That's right. There you go. Uh, British MCP says you must go through about 10 years of therapy and drugs before you can have surgery. So, yeah, I mean, this, if people, these guys are acting like, oh, these things are irresponsibly done. If a doctor does it irresponsibly, he needs to lose his license. But that's not what happens. Alistair Waters said that was kicked out of the Texas Congress. Yeah, that's a guy. That's a guy who was kicked out. And again, why? He got a 19-year-old drunk and raped her. So let, let's be clear here. Most of the people doing harm to your little girls and your little boys are cisgender men. So if you want to be scared of somebody, uh, as opposed to being scared of trans, you need to be scared of men. Lee Grant says, you're right, Egberto. There are psychological comorbidities that go along with being trans. Okay. All right, um, let's go ahead and play the second video. Uh, and because we're talking about trans, what Republicans are wanting to do right now is make everything trans. We're talking about the, the border, trans. We're talking about feeding people, trans. 
We're talking about uh, uh, national security. Trans. Check this out. What this this uh, representative did to uh, one of Donald Trump's past administration officials. I thought it was beautiful. Check this out. This one here is a, is a, is a congresswoman in, in that I want you to hear how she dealt with a, a person, an anti-trans former executive of Donald Trump. Check this out. We'll take it on the other side. I want to know, do you really believe that garbage? It's not about a believing. It's a matter of fact. Oh, oh. So, so you believe that investing strategies are actually... A secret, it's, it's weaponized to support and promote gender transition for children. I just want to, is essentially that what you're saying? Or do you just use it as another opportunity to beat up on children? So do you believe this? I'm not the one beating up on children. It's the people who are promoting gender transitions mm. in children mm. um, that are potentially harming them. It feels like every single hearing that I am in, whether it is in oversight or whether it is in budget or whether it is in a subcommittee, somehow the witnesses find a way to bring in trans children into whatever conversation we're trying to have here. Check out more like this. this and, and, and that is the issue. And that is the issue constantly trying to bring up the trans issues even where it doesn't belong and and bridge mcp for the screen she puts teaching kids about frogs isn't grooming them to become amphibians reading a book about mozart won't transform your kid into a musical prodigy acknowledging that some kids have two dads isn't trying to make them gay it's helping them learn about the world around them and I couldn't have said that any better. Uh, where did you get that one, Bridge? That's a, that's a very good one. A persuasive barrier is in the house. And he says, it's your latest wedge issue. CRT, mask. He said, yeah, I guess, they, I guess CRT has served its purpose. Mask has served their purposes. And, you know, we'll see where else they go. Paul Fleming says, I wish reporters covering Republicans would ask them just one question when it comes to the trans community. What would Jesus do? Exactly right. They wouldn't have a clue because they're so distant from, distant from Jesus. What can I say? Norman says that this trans stuff is a moral panic. Do you remember the satanic panic? This will go away just like this. Just like you remember the just before the election, how big the immigration stuff was. They were going to the border and all that good stuff. As soon as the election was passed out, to hell with the border. And then as soon as DeSantis want to make a point, then he flies some people from, he sends a plane from Florida to Texas to fly folks to Sacramento. That's kidnapping, isn't it? Uh, I think we should look into that. All right, that video shaking my head. I know, I know, I know it shakes your head. And listening to her, so me, it's not me that's doing the problem. It's, it, it's those people who are trying to get kids to change their sex. So foolish. Alistair Waters says most minors that go through gender affirming care don't have permanent modifications. Uh, Catherine A. Rogers, welcome to Politics and Right. I would like to hear from one single teacher who teaches trans. I feel sorry for children who are banned from exploring the world around them. We got to move back. We got to move back from these crazy people. We've got to move back from these crazy people that are trying to make us all dumb. Uh, E2247 says GOP has frozen U.S. housework for at least two days. 
and who knows for how long. You know, again, they don't know how to govern. They don't know how to govern. All right. Uh, Persuasive Barrier says, remember the midterms in 2018? Trump sent troops to the border. The day after the election, he took them immediately out of Texas after a military twindle, their thumbs at the border. Yeah, they had no purpose there. Posse Comatasi, right? What is it? Posse What is it? Posse Coma. I always say that word wrong, right? Posse Comatatus, right? Posse Comat. Posse Comatatus, right? But anyway, what can I say? What can I say? Bree says, Egberto, another one for the screen. You're working me, Bridge. You're working me. But I love you, girl. So here it is on the screen again for you. You can tell Monopoly is an old game because there's a luxury tax and rich people can go to jail. Wow, Bridge, you've come up with some of these memes that just kind of like nails it, right? But that's coming to a change. Once we take over Congress again in 2024, people will be made to pay. Have one to order. What? Let's see. What? What do you have to order, Carl Cox? What you want to order? Let's. Let me hear it. All right. ¿Qué más voy a tener aquí? What happens with someone with its monopoly? Everyone is in the poorhouse, and money means nothing. Alistair Water says you asked us to work you. Yes, I did, and you had to remind me. Love you, girl. <laughs> That's my job. That's my job. This is my job. This is my job. Of course, this is a this is a facial part of my job. Most of the work occurs after this. You know, I've actually I, I got an interview with um. You guys are going to like the interview that I that I'm going to have with this guys who wrote this stuff up. Anyhow, let's see what else we got here. What else we got here? One last video, and uh, and I want you to see this one. This is what my girl did yesterday. Um, Stephanie Rule. I think you're going to like this one. Let's see. Norman Reynolds says, our society wants to put people in jail, poor people in jail. It is illegal to be poor. How disgusting. True. Carl Cox says, Egberto, when you say something in Spanish, have one to order. Okay. Okay. Tenga uno para ordenar. All right. But anyway, let's go to that picture. Ready to go? Here we go. Now. I have been seeing some good journalism on MSNBC recently. Stephanie Rule again did it. Uh, former representative Will Hurd came onto her show and they're discussing about Pence starting to really fight back against Trump and, and Christie fighting back against Trump. And they're discussing all these issues. But you know how the Republican messaging machine works and they are very, very effective. Here comes Will Hurd, and as he's speaking, he's speaking about they are not going to win unless they start to tell people how they're going to bend back the inflation curve. And given the implication that somehow the Biden administration or the, the economic policies that are in, in being invoked right now are not doing exactly that, starting to bend the curve back. We all know that inflation was created by the policies of Donald Trump given, you know, uh, not only Donald Trump, but all those who have caused the exportation of our labor, the, the, the problems with the with the uh, supply chain because, again, of our offshoring and likewise a corporate greed. All of those things, mostly from 
uh, Republicans and neoliberal Democrats are the real genesis of inflation. We know that. And somehow, Will Hurd, a former Republican congressman, is going to come and talk about they're going to do what's necessary to bend back the curve on inflation when the policies instituted right now are ensuring that we have the types of economic activity that, that even with corporate greed, are starting to bring inflation down. Stephanie Rule didn't accept him. Check out what she did. We'll take it on the other side. Congressman, Mike Pence talked about his refusal to overturn the election results. And to Jason's point, that is impressive. But the problem is Republican voters didn't want that. They wanted to overturn the results. Mike Pence was recently booed at an NRA convention in his home state. Sure. And I wouldn't say all Republicans uh, did that. A, a, a significant, significant amount. I'm not going to I'm not going to criticize there. Um, and look, uh, Vice President Pence has a narrow margin. Uh, but what all of Republican voters should be thinking about is if we want to take on Joe Biden and beat him, if we want to do things like secure the border, uh, bring back inflation, bend back inflation, um, address the debt, then we have to win elections. And that means you got to put somebody up in November who can appeal to independents and the conservative Democrats and take advantage of the reality that President Biden's job numbers are, are so low. And, hold on, and that's hold on. the question. What did you say about inflation? I couldn't hear you. You said address the border. You said they should do something about inflation. Yeah, bend it back. Bend the curve back on, on inflation. Reduce, it has reduce been. inflation. It has been. Maybe it's, that's it's, one of the reasons. Hold on, please. Where, where hold on, please. Where folks, maybe, would, where, maybe, where folks would like it, right? Fine. It, it might not be where folks would like it, but we want to operate in truths here. And especially as it relates sure, to the economy. Course, hold it's, on. It's, it is factually incorrect to say bend it backwards in terms of inflation. Because while people might not feel ideal... Inflation was running hot last year and it has moved down sure. significantly. So, so let's so just operate in fact because if we don't good right now that like, like you would you want to keep inflation where it is today, you would like to see that continue I didn't for the say next that. four years. Is that, I, is that what sir, you're implying? I didn't say that. But what you said to me okay. a moment ago would be to bend it back. To bend it back means sure. to reverse. Reduce, reduce and it's it really it important. Right. That we're operating in truths and we're going to continue to do that. You know, uh, Stephanie, as she really castigated Will Hurd appropriately, there's one thing she should have said, in my opinion. You know, a negative times a negative is a positive. A positive times a negative is a negative. Well, here's what <laughs> this, this guy said without even noticing it, right? If he said Republicans are going to come in, they have to say how they're going to bend back the inflation curve. Given that the inflation curve is being bent, in other words, bent backwards already, if he's going to bend back what has already been bent back backward, it actually means they want to move it into the opposite direction, which means, in effect, what he said is if they come into power, Inflation goes up. I mean, he, that's not what he meant, okay? But I wish Stephanie Rule would have said to him, hey, based, just, based on what, just based on the misinformation you tried to give to our audience, actually what you were trying to say 
is that if, if, if Republicans come into power, you are going to increase inflation. Ha 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 ha. I mean, look, that's not what he was saying. What, what he was attempting to do is mislead the audience into believing that somehow Republicans have the answer to inflation when what we know is occurring right now is after the pandemic and after the shock that created inflation and allowed those thugs to uh, overcharge what, you know, the, the prices that we, we, we that we're charged, that it's being mitigated right now. He wanted to give the implication that it's not. And somehow Republican saviors could come about. We all know that's not true. We all know that Republicans in general, because of the policies that they put out there, they are always inflationary and deficit producing. That's not a statement of that's not conjecture. That's a statement of fact. That is definitely a statement of fact. All right, let's see what else we got here. Para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver. Persuasive Barrier says, let me see if I missed anyone before Persuasive Barrier. Uh, Persuasive Barrier said, Trump destroyed U.S. oil markets, priced oil workers out of the market with help of the Saudis. I don't understand how GOP can support him after that and his last year in office. What is even funnier is now the Saudis are, are threatening or have decided that they're going to cut another million barrels of oil. Remember, I've constantly told this audience that there was a glut in oil, right? You can't have prices of, of, of gasoline and all of that going up if the Saudis are constantly cutting, try, cutting the amount of petroleum they're putting on the market in the expectation that they can control the prices and people are buying, you know, as it turns out, there's oil all over the place. There's oil. All, and you know what? It has always been like that even during the pandemic. We were ripped off and that's why you see them playing again. And it's not a mark. This isn't market. There's no oil market. There's an oil cartel. They decide how much money they're, how much they're going to put on the market so that they can get the particular price. That is not how supply and demand normally works in a free market. Like I said, the market is a fraud until you guys understand that. The market, there's no free market. The market is a fraud. It's a fraud controlled by those who own the means of production and they can do as they please, especially when there are monopolies involved. Until we learn that, we will, they'll keep jacking us around. All right, let's see what else we got here. Maywood says, on the contrary, Eric, we have lots of proof all the years that it, that it worked right. There is this country. Where do, do you think the rest of the world got the idea? And now every other industrialized nation in the world is offering free education and benefiting, of course, of course, reaping the rewards of your investment. But again, remember, they don't want an educated community. Republicans don't want you smart. If you get too smart, you're going to ask, why is one insurance, why is the executive of one insurance company Afforded 300 plus million dollars. Why? How many patients could be taken care of for that 300 something million dollars that he somehow believes he deserves? Intelligent people would say, wait a minute, you work for an insurance company. What does an insurance company do? You take money from us to aggregate payments for those of us who are unlucky to get sick and get paid. And you are going to take $300 million of those payments for yourself? Folks, I tell you, they, they want you dumb so that you would accept how these 
systems work. All right, Michael says, used to be that Republicans were all about maintaining the status quo. That change was scary. Uh, now half the Republican Party are trying to defend ideas from the 1950s, while the other half are trying to defend ideas from the 1930s. Neither are good. One is most clearly worse. True. Persuasive Barry says his job numbers are so low. Why wasn't he called on that? Trump wasn't great. He inherited Obama's economy and tanked the economy in the last year. Yes. Catherine A. Rogers says we must vote blue for the rest of our lives in order to save our democracy for our children and grandchildren. I agree with you, Catherine Rogers, but we, we can't vote for any Democrat. We must vote for progressive Democrats. Repeat, progressive Democrats. So we have to participate in the primaries where we can get the right people elected. Uh, Alistair Waters says, amen, Catherine A. Rogers. Paul Fleming says, uh, I love that, Egberto. You like the piece that we just played. Uh, Lee Grant says, prices seem high to me right now. They are. Eric Hayes says, inflation did come in 2021. And who is in power? Uh, inflation doesn't occur as soon as one gets into power. But again, that's why we need to be educated. Because we would understand that the things that people do uh, months before is what actually affect what's going on now. We're just starting to see the realization of the the, 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 the Biden economy. Again, let's, let's give an example. The reason why uh, inflation started to go way up, we were still living under the domain of Donald Trump where things were out of balance. The reason why inflation has come down is now we're starting to get realized the Biden's economy. And when I say Biden, it's not brother Biden. It's all the people that put together progressives that says this is how things need to work. All right, let's continue. Paul Fleming says, Eric, you can come out of the closet and, and we'll still love you. <laughs> oh, Paul Fleming says, I'll keep saying that this Republicans in control of House, if they want to do something to fight inflation, then pass a bill. They have not passed any bills that will help Americans. They, they never intended to. Uh, Michael Ryan says, Eric Hayes forgot about 2020. Uh, the current inflation trend started in 2020 with the pandemic, when a combination of corporations not having robust supply chains and corporate and corporations started their greed inflation uh, pattern of price gouging the customers of whatever the market would bear. Perfectly correct. Catherine A. Rogers says, love, love me some Stephanie Rule. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Oofed. I posted a link. Okay, that's okay. You, you, you always post a lot of great stuff, E2247. Uh, Carl Cox's inflation is caused by a rise in prices, especially oil wages don't rise to pay for increased costs of goods and services. Corporate America causes inflation. Fact, not fiction. Eric Hayes is wrong. Yes, he is. Uh, Eric Hayes conflating oil and gasoline again. Strategic oil reserve were in excess of what American corporations could convert into usable fuel. Oil is a global market. Putting the excess oil back in the market lowered the price. Exactly. Uh, Bridge MCP says, keep them ignorant and you can control them. And, and you can see that happens here all the time. You're absolutely right. Paul Fleming says, I got sick and went broke and I can never recover back the gains I had made in life. I, I understand what you're saying. You know, same thing happened in, 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 in my family, but mine was sort of not me getting sick. This was me getting woke. And when I getting more woke is what I should say, which meant I said, we constantly say things need to change. Things need to change. Somebody should be changing things. And I looked in the mirror and said, if you keep saying things need to change and somebody got to do it, get off your ass and do something about it. And that's what I'm doing. Of course, there's, that means 
<laughs> cut your your income by 90%, right? But that's okay. Uh, Paul Fleming says, uh, or rather, Michael says, what else we got here? Michael, that was a, a repeat. All right, uh, let's see. Catherine A. Rogers says, Trump always said he loved the uneducated. Yes, he did say that. Alistair Waters says, teachers are having a hard time getting their students from uh, annoyingly touching their classmates when in line or reading chapter. How can anyone say they're indoctrinating kids? Paul Fleming says, amen, brother, me too. I hear you, brother. All right. Anyway, folks, we got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willis. I, I don't have time for an ask because I have an interview right now. So my name is Egberto Willis. Well, I, I tell you what, please go to politicsandright.com slash support, politicsandright.com slash support and support the program. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics and Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.